Hi, this is Susan. And this is Katie. And welcome to another episode of She Speaks Stories. And today um, I am at my house and Katie is at her house. (laughs) And we are recording over Zoom together. So we are not around the kitchen table. We are around our computers. (laughs) And uh, this new season of life has proven um, that we are flexible women. (laughs) And that we... Women that are very grateful for technology. Uh Susan has kind of a cold, so she can't be around me because my white blood cell level is so low, I can't fight off infections. Yeah. But we can still carry on with the podcast because we have Zoom. Yes, it's so good. I'm so grateful. Like, I can't... Oh, I just can't even believe it. It's so beautiful. Um, so today we have a unique episode. Um, out, you guys really, I tell you, Katie, the listeners really enjoyed the episode on summer reads. Yeah. So we're going to continue the summer theme and we're going to talk about summer bucket lists today because um, in like a few short weeks here um, on the East Coast uh, with in Virginia, Northern Virginia area, the kids go back to school. Some are already back to school because I've been looking on Facebook and I'm seeing friends that have already sent all their kids back to school on August 1st. Wow. I know. I can't even believe it. Like I don't, it, it's just too hot. Like I don't understand going back to school that early, but that's what their school districts do. So our kids go back in a few weeks and, um, So everything's gearing up and families here are trying to squeeze in the last few minutes of summer. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about what's on our summer bucket lists because we've got a few more left to go. And um, then, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a good little, a good little topic because it's fun to try to squeeze in a little bit more summer, but I will tell you this as much as I am loving, loving, um, the, the slower pace of summer as far as with my kids. The work is not slower paced, but with my kids not having to get up at the crack of dawn with them, I'm liking that part. But I do, I will say by this point in the summer, I'm craving a rhythm again, like a regular yeah. routine and schedule. It's funny how we, we love to be out of the routine. We like yeah. freestyle for a while. Yeah. But then we kind of crave routine too. We're creatures yeah. of, of both. Yeah. So yeah, I get that. And I love, um, I personally, one of my favorite days of the year, and I know this sounds weird, is I love the um, tradition of taking my girls to Target. We get Starbucks at the Target and we go and get all of our school supplies. I love fresh school supplies. <laughs> I love like fresh pencils. I love fresh pens, fresh notebooks. And when I fill that card up, it just, and I have all their lists in the little buggy part of it. And we just start grabbing and having a fun time with it. And I'm telling you, I don't know why that's one of my favorite days of the year. <laughs> and I love coming home and I feel like it's Christmas. We've got all this loot of pens and pencils and I'm ready to do that. And so I've already got in my mind in the next week or so, we're going to, after we get back from our family reunion, we're going to go and we're going to have our, our day of, of picking school supplies so that we can start getting back in the rhythm of, of uh, the fall. So that, that's one of your things on your bucket list. It is. It is. It is my topic. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so I'm sure Katie, you have got a couple of things on your bucket list, even though your summer is very different this summer. 
So we're going to talk about what's on your bucket list, what's on my bucket list. And even though Gwen is not with us, Gwen is getting ready to knock off a major thing on her bucket list. And it is so much fun. I can't believe she can't be with us to talk about it, but we'll do it for her. She leaves next weekend to go for a couple of weeks on a beautiful trip through the UK. And she is going to love every bit of it. And do you know um, that Gwen actually, I, th- I think I'm accurate in saying this. I think she planned the entire trip. Like well, She sent me the itinerary and I was like, oh, could I just stow away with you? I, I know. <laughs> she had, when I was over at her house the other day, she had stacks of like, she had on her, di- you know, her dining room table is really long, like that big, long dining room table she has. She had um, her computer and then all of these books about different places in the UK. She has like researched and researched. I mean, it's really, it's going to be so fun. She's going to love every second of it. I'm so happy for her. What a, what a good gift. I know it really is. All right. I'm going to tell you a couple of things on my bucket list. Good. And then you tell me a couple things on yours and then um, you've got a really, like yesterday, Katie, you and I were talking about the bucket list theme that we're going with today. And God really allowed you to have some cool, um, moments with him through reading this book that you're going to talk about, about a unique twist of a bucket list, which yeah. I'm excited about so that. ironic that this is our topic. Yeah. But <clears throat> before I jump into that, I really want to hear What's on yours? Yeah, yeah. So I tell you, I loved summer when I was a kid. I really did. I loved it so much. And I love it now that I have kids. And we've had some really good, unique situations happen this summer. So um, things that I didn't even know were on my bucket list, but I'm sure glad they happened. So um, <laughs> they, I'm going to tell the ones that I did this summer, and then I'll tell you what's left on it. So I'm going to ramble a little bit. Okay, you're allowed. Yeah, my, uh, we, the first thing, as soon as school was out, my uh, mother-in-law had her 50th um, college reunion at Wellesley College. And so we went straight, I mean, like almost like the next day, I think, we went to Boston. And I had never been to Boston. And I am telling you what, that city for its climate alone, it needs to be on everybody's bucket list. Mm -hmm. That city is charming and cute and so fun. We had such a good time and I had good hair on that trip. And so (laughs) I am telling you, Boston is a, it was a gem of a find and we had the interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's just charming. It's a big city, but with charm. And so, yeah, it was fun. And I loved, you know, because, um, the majority of my family's from the South, it was fun just hearing all those accents. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're Boston, Boston. But, um, one thing that Ed got to knock off a bucket list for him, which I don't even know if it was on his bucket list, but he sure was excited is that, um, when we were at Wellesley, they, ha- she has, I mean, it is not like a normal little reunion. It, there was a parade and my girls got to be in it and it was super fun. It's an all girls school. And, um, just seeing the camaraderie of all of those women after all of those years of 50 years was beautiful. My, um, 
Ed's aunt uh, went there. And uh, so she was there at the 50th. And then my uh, mother-in-law and all of her friends were there. And so we got to see some family and then we got to be with our family. I mean, some of Ed's family. And then we got to be with our family with um, Ed and um, Dean and Kate and all of the kids. Um, And so the thing that was cool is while we were standing in line for getting ready for the parade, um, I saw Ed talking to this woman and I, he was one of Kate's classmates and he was just talking. He had this lift in his step and I could tell he was way enjoying this conversation. And I'm like, who is that woman that he is talking with? And I mean, his smile, Katie, was from ear to ear. And I'm like, what is he, who is this woman? I mean, he was just so into what they were talking about. So then he comes over and he said, honey, can you take a picture of us? And I'm like, who is this woman? And I said, sure. So I took a picture. They kept talking, kept talking. And um, and then at the end, he was like, honey, we're going to, I want, we, we need to get together for dinner one night. They live in Alexandria or she lives in Alexandria. It was, um, Ed is a massive basketball fan. I mean, massive. But oh. I love, uh, I, and I'm a massive college basketball fan, but Ed loves NBA. That is his, he loves the NBA, whereas I am more college. Okay. He was talking to Grant Hill's mother who is an NBA legend. <laughs> and he was just, I mean, and so I even looked at him after it was over. I was like, well, you just scratch that off your bucket list. I mean, he was so happy. And I'm like, that's what bucket lists do. They just bring such joy to joy, yeah. Like what, what brings happiness? And that weekend was, that weekend was super fun. Being able to see my mother-in-law and all her glory with all of her classmates um, was so fun. And just being able to be with all of our family was, it was a great, great time. And then, um, the next, um, e- event that the next outing that we had was for a few days, we went to go see my aunts in South Carolina. And, um, we always go visit them in the summer in South Carolina. They have a house at Myrtle beach and we always go down there in Myrtle beach and spend um, a few days there. But this year we went over 4th of July and we don't ever go a 4th of July because we're normally at Deep Creek. But because we went to Boston, we didn't go to Deep Creek. We instead, we went to Myrtle Beach. I'm telling you way too much information. (laughs) But during the 4th of July, they have a golf cart 4th of July parade. When they told me that they had this parade, I just was like, eh, I mean, what is it? You just go around the block and throw candy? Like, what are you talking about? Let me tell you something, hundreds, and they all started, the parade started in front of my aunt and uncle's house. So my kids and my aunt Bet went and decorated the golf cart. They got in the cart with my kids and Bet, and they lined up in the parade, hundreds, Katie, hundreds of golf carts, all of them playing patriotic music, except my kids. My kids, I think, were playing very, very loud Lecrae. (laughs) That was so fun. And I mean, it was just a blast. And I was just sitting there watching this, watching them be in that. And I'm like, I'm so glad they get to experience this. I mean, they just had the best time in this. I mean, well, I don't, I mean, I think they had a good time. I had the best time watching them. You know, when you watch your kids have a memory and it just is so exciting. Watching joy on the faces of people you love. It just doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. And then, so the last, the last two things that are on my bucket list are, um, one is 
we leave this Friday to go to a family reunion with Ed's family, um, Ed's mom's side of the family. And um, Uncle Rob and Aunt Sue are hosting us at their beach house at the Outer Banks for a few days. And um, it's just going to be lovely. It's going to be lovely to be able to be there. Um, But my major bucket list item is that Joshua goes back to school in like 14 or 15 days. So like two weeks. And I said to him the other night, I said, honey, I just want to do one final, like I do that. I did this last year. Like when he got close to sending him to school, we went to Baltimore for two nights just to be able to have one night of the five of us together. Do you know what I mean? I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just want to go. That's the last thing on my bucket list this summer is I want to be able to go away just the five of us for like a night or two, maybe just one night. Cause it is getting so close to when he goes back, but just to be able to have one, I mean, even if it's like just a Lake Anna for a couple of nights, um, which, you know, is right here near us, just to be able to be together, just the five of us and, you know, no maybe distractions, no, yes. no running off to work or do this or do that. Exactly. Just intense family time before the family kind of has to split up a little bit. Huh? Yeah. 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 I mean that, and I know that's not like an exciting trip somewhere, but it's just, I just want to hunker in just the five of us for a couple of days. That's all I want to do. <laughs> that's, that's the last thing on my bucket list. But it's been a good summer. It really has. And I think it doesn't even matter where you go or what you're doing. It just, I just enjoy seeing my, my parents, like for instance, my parents took um, Ruth to UVA this summer, um, University of Virginia for a volleyball camp. And they do, they, they take her to a camp each summer there. And I'm so appreciative of that. And just seeing the joy on Ruth's face in um, what she experienced and how she felt like she had gotten better at a skill. Yeah. And it was Summer is for joy and just seeing my kids light up before they have to start back into the rhythm. That's what I love. Uh, that's what I love about summer yeah. that it's, even though it's hot as yuck outside, that part of it is not the issue for me. I just love being able to see the joy on my kids' faces and being able to experience it as a family. Yeah. Oh, I so get that. Yeah. Now your summer has been different this year, Katie. So your yeah. bucket list looks a lot different because last summer, wow. This summer. Uh, and that's, that's why I, I was saying when we chatted yesterday about this theme, I was like, oh my goodness, how ironic that she, w- that you guys would bring up this bucket list idea yeah. For two reasons. Very first reason is I had just been thinking <laughs> about last summer in comparison to this summer. And last summer, if we had had this discussion on the podcast, I would have been able to tell you, oh my, I had such a list and it was so fulfilled and it was so absolutely fabulous. I went on my first cruise um, with a, with Mike and a bunch of friends to Alaska, and I'd always always wanted to see Alaska, and I loved every single second of that cruise. And then we took a train uh, ride. Anyway, that was so incredible. A couple of weeks later, we had this huge um, immediate family reunion. My kids and all my grandkids 
um, at the Outer Banks for a whole week. We got this huge beach house right on the beach and it was absolutely fabulous. Loved every second. And then a couple of weeks after that, I got to go to Wisconsin and Minnesota and do this huge camping trip with all my extended family. Saw all these cousins that I hadn't seen in years, aunts, uncles, nieces, nephews, brothers, sisters, absolutely fabulous. Like two weeks of reminiscing, laughing, playing games. So last summer, absolutely off the charts. As far as what you think a a bucket list type of experience really is. Because when you think of bucket list, you think of going places, don't you really? Yeah, totally. You know, like experiences or, um, you know, where do you want to go, with who, and um, what do you want to see? That yeah. When you think of bucket list, totally. I, oh, last summer really fulfilled that. But then when you guys said, okay, so let's all talk about our own bucket list. <laughs> For this summer, I kind of laughed to myself and I said, the only thing on my bucket list is just to survive yeah. the summer. Yeah. I got two solid months left of this chemotherapy and I keep having these weird setbacks. Some of you know I was in the hospital last week because my appendix is bad and <clears throat> they couldn't... Um, they couldn't take the appendix out because my white blood cell count is so low that I probably wouldn't survive a surgery. Or if I did, I wouldn't heal. I mean, it would take forever to heal. And then these, these fast growing cancer cells would take over again. And, it, and then the cancer is a danger. So it, it got crazy. But, but your prayers, by the way, very effective. The yeah. antibiotics worked and my appendix has settled down. But my point in seeing all that is when I thought about, okay, what's on my bucket list for this summer? I thought, just live, <laughs> just get, <laughs> get yeah. through the chemo. But then I kind of sat back and I thought, really, is that it? You just want to survive? And I thought, no, you know what? Life is so short. I don't want to waste these two months just surviving. Like it's so tempting to really just give in to um, <clears throat> like numbing numbing everything by just watching endless hours of TV, reading endless novels or sleeping because then I don't have to feel the pain and the yuckiness and just, you know, veg up. Now, some of that is very necessary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and some of that is on my bucket list because it's, I, important. it's important sometimes to, to let your body rest. Exactly. And your mind. With yeah. So don't hear me saying that that's a bad thing, but I don't want two solid months of just yeah. numbing out. And I thought, okay, what if you think of a bucket list as not just experiences and going places, but also maybe achievements that you want to accomplish in your life before you die? I thought, you know what? One thing I really want to do in these next two months is write. Yes, yes, yes. It's, writing does not come easy to me, but I do feel called to it. Well, and you're gifted with it, Katie. You're, you're great with your words. You really are. No, I love words. I love words. Obviously, I love words. I love stories. I love ideas. I love truths that, that help change lives, that help change my own life, make me a better person. And so I thought, well, um, this North Star Women's Association um, asked me if I would write a series of blogs on this cancer journey. 
And I thought, okay, something on my bike of the list really is to write those blogs, yes. maybe even work on a book proposal. The thing that holds me back from that, because obviously it's been on my heart, yeah. is thinking, seriously, there's so many books out there in the world, so many blogs, so many articles, so many, so much. Does the world need another? <laughs> yes, they do. Another. <laughs> they need your wisdom, Katie. But you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you get that feeling like, seriously, no, I don't really have anything to add here of value. But, and here's the second irony that goes along with this bucket list idea. So I'm thinking about, okay, writing. And yes, that would be on my bucket list. But the other irony is yesterday I woke up at four in the morning, could not get back to sleep. And I spent the whole morning reading this book called The Broken Way by Anne Voskamp. Did you finish that whole book? Because that is long. It's long. I haven't finished the whole book. But what, what was so wild is I had just finished this chapter called something better than a bucket list. Okay. That's, <laughs> you tell me that's not sovereign. That's good, Katie. Is that, is that, oh, wait, no, it's called What's Even Better Than a Bucket List. What's Even Better Than a Bucket List. So when you and Gwen were saying, hey, we thought we'd talk about bucket lists, I'm like, oh my goodness, I just read this whole chapter on what is even better than a bucket list. Okay, so how it ties in. I love this so much. I Isn't love this crazy? so much. You got to say that is a God thing because why am I awake at four in the morning in the first place? I should be sleeping. Why do I have this book? Why do I read that chapter? Well, okay, can I tell you why this is so amazing that the listeners don't know this? With or without cancer, Katie, you're a daggone good sleeper. I know. <laughs> I love to sleep. That's why I'm like, what? I that? mean, you guys, Katie, <laughs> we go away on trips. Katie, I want to just explain this really quick, and then we're going to go into the bucket list thing, because I just need them to peek inside our road trip lives when we are together. You have about 12 pillows that you like to package all around yourself. Yes, I do. Then you hermit up in that bed, and you can sleep for up, up to 12 hours, can't you? Oh, easy. Easy. Love it. I love to yes. sleep. I and, love to sleep. <laughs> and I will tell you this, it brings no greater joy than Gwen and I, when we say, when you're in the middle, you're like, oh, guys, I'm going to bed. And we just know the joy that you're about to experience because you were <laughs> going to sleep for 12 solid hours. I love it. Anyway, go back to the 4 a.m. Wait. So, you know, if God woke you out of that 12, 12 hours sleep, that there was a reason he wanted you to read it. Absolutely. And why that book was right there. Wait, anyway, so, so this bucket list chapter she actually starts it out by saying that she has this terrible anemia and she's really? had it, yeah and she's had it you know for for months and and that's when you don't have any iron in your blood and you're yeah. so drained and so she's staring into the bathroom mirror she has to go to the doctor that day for some tests and she's just looking at her her pale face and she's just thinking I am not enough. There is just not enough in me to add any value in this world, to make a difference, to, you know, just those negative thoughts that we have. And I'm telling you, did that ever connect with me? Because not only are my white blood cell counts low now, so are my red. 
and just everything's compromised. And I look in the bathroom mirror and I'm just like, oh my, really? You know, that feeling of, of not enough. And then as she's kind of pondering, she remembers this conversation that she had with this Hasidic Jewish rabbi on this airplane. And um, I'm just, I want to quote him because I want to get it right. And I thought this was so interesting. The rabbi says to her, you may believe in God, but never forget it's God who believes in you. Every morning that the sun rises and you get to rise, that's God saying that he believes in you. He believes in the story he's writing through you. He believes in you as a gift the world needs. And she starts thinking about that and pondering that. And she starts realizing, you know what? Scripture says when we come into a relationship with Jesus Christ, a real relationship, not religion, not checking the box, but a real relationship where we're like, you know what? I need you, Jesus. I get it. You're God. You came to save me from having to be my own God and make a way for me to be in a real relationship. When that happens, he gives us his Holy Spirit, his spirit to dwell in us. And she starts saying the idea that, okay, if his spirit lives in me and equips me, then why would I look in the mirror and say, I'm not enough? Mm. Why does it feel funny to say he believes in me? Of course he believes in me. Because his spirit is in me. If he didn't believe in me, he would have to say he doesn't believe in himself <laughs> or that he doesn't, ha- he doesn't believe in the plan that he has unrolled to make his presence known in this world because his plan is us yeah. filled with him. And the idea that Christ in me is my hope of glorifying him and doing something in this world that can make a difference. So that's how she starts out the chapter. And I'm like, you know what? She is right. I can... I can write because he's equipped me and I can get out there and um, it, I don't have to worry about how many people read it. If one person, if one person was touched by it, isn't that me just getting out there doing as well? Okay. So, so where she gets to the bucket list idea, then she obviously leaves the bathroom (laughs) and goes, (laughs) uh, gets in the car and goes to this doctor's office for the appointment for the anemia. And again, boy, can I relate to that? I have been in more doctor's offices and waiting rooms all summer long. And so she picks up a magazine, she's reading it, and it's all about, it's an article about bucket lists. And the author is literally saying, or at least implying that if you make a bucket list and you list all the exciting places you want to go, the exciting things you want to see and who you want to go with, and then you just stink and get out there and do it, then you will have this abundant life that that is what's going to give you a meaningful, abundant life. Wow. Reading that and she's pondering it. And here is some of her thoughts. And again, I'm going to quote just a few paragraphs so that I get it right. She says, what if abundant living isn't about what you can expect from life? but what life can expect from you. What if the point of everything is simply this? Change your life expectations to focus on what life expects from you and your life 
changes. She says, um, this is what I know right then. The world is brokenhearted and full of suffering. And if you listen to what life needs instead of what you need from it, you could fill the brokenness with your own brokenhearted love. And this will in turn fill you. She says later on, why grow the list of what I want to have instead of the list of what I can give? Why not let the heart grow big with a love large enough that it breaks your heart and gives bits of you away? Does real life only happen when you get to pick some balmy destination and a cheap flight itinerary? Or is real life when you choose to be bred to all kinds of hungry? And maybe this is how your soul truly gets fed anyway. She says, um, she says the article said this, and this is quoting from the article. What do you want to see? And most important, with whom? Then just do it. Figure out a way to make it happen. And 20 years from now, you will not be disappointed. As, you have, as we have the opportunity to check items off the list, not only are we given fantastic stories to share, but we also gain memories that will last a lifetime. Now, there's, there's so, so, such truth in that paragraph. She's not going against that. But what she adds is this. Is that what the great point of an abundant life is? That we have stories to share? Bragging rights on the seeming abundant life? But it's like iron in the veins. Before you blink and your one life's a tendril of smoke, a memory, a vapor, gone, know this. You are where you are for such a time as this. Not to make an impression, but to make a difference. We aren't here to one-up one another, but to help one another up. Mm, that's good, Katie. Isn't that good? She says... You could go ahead and take up that editor and figure out how to make an exotic bucket list happen. And 20 years from now, you might wake with a few more wrinkled folds and that sick gut feeling that you bought a lie. Because more than a time or two, you grazed up against this truth. No change in circumstances can change your life like meaning and purpose can. No certain place can give you abundant life like a certain purpose can, like purpose and meaning and connection can. And anyway, she goes on to talk about how maybe it's not the idea that we have this bucket and we want to fill it. We want to fill it with all this stuff so that we can have this amazing life. Maybe we have this bucket and the beauty of it is that we're continually pouring out to others. We're continually giving. I now, that it. doesn't mean our bucket doesn't get filled back up. And again, this doesn't mean that um, having trips and experiences and yeah. good gifts from the Father and something to rejoice in. Like I look at last summer and I know, I know those trips and experiences were a good gift from God because I experienced sure. such a love and a closeness to him and the ability to love the people I was with in such beautiful ways. And like you said, watching joy on a yeah. kids' faces, that, that's bucket list stuff. But what she's saying is, in this life, we get this insatiable desire for more, more, more. I want to have, have this life that has meaning and, and abundance. How do I get it? And sometimes we fall for our, the lie maybe of our culture or just of this day and age that it's all about 
get out there and get more. Yeah. And or do more. And do more instead of how about give more? Yeah. And then, what if, Katie, what if, what if this is like got my wheels churning? Um, some families, I don't do this because I'm not organized, but some families at the beginning of summers or the beginning of new seasons, they make a bucket list for their family. Like these are the top 100 things we want to do this summer, or these are the top 10 things we want to do this school year. What if families made a list of things that they wanted to do to give back? Yeah. Things they wanted to do to pour into the lives of others. And that like over, you know, this new school year, these are the top five things we want to be able to pour into. Whether we want to, um, I read this, the, what's making me think of it is, I read this statistic yesterday that um, 85% of immigrants and refugees to America, 85% have never been inside an American's home for dinner. Wow. 85%. Actually, that statistic came from We Welcome Refugees, which is actually one of Ann Voskamp's uh, ministries. So awesome. um, 85% have. Okay, so what if in the new bucket list that we say, I'm going to fill my list with an abundance of loving people in the name of Jesus. And what if one of those things on that list was, I am going to meet someone from another culture and invite them to dinner. Amen. What if that was on your bucket list? What if it was, I want my kids to be less connected to things and entitlement, and I'm going to take them uh, once a month to serve at the local homeless shelter? Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? What if the bucket list was, I'm going to fill the buckets of others with Jesus? And, and what if you saw joy on your kids' faces, even even more abundant joy yes. as they're giving and pouring out than, than sometimes when they're, when they're getting. Yes. In, in I mean, I, I sit there and I think as much as I loved seeing the joy on their faces in being in a parade or being uh, going through riding go-karts or we're going to be going to the beach next week, what if I could say I want to spur eternal joy in saying, okay, guys, on Monday nights, we're going to start feeding the homeless. Or something. Now, and, and I think... Or we're going to start inviting our neighbors for dinner. The key word you said there is... Exactly. Just the neighbors. Loving the neighbors. Yes. And yes. I thought, okay, Katie, you're in a brand new neighborhood. One of the things um, on my bucket list, even though, you know, my social time is somewhat limited... Is to just get out there and meet my neighbors and, yes. and love them. I'm going to well, a what you think. party tomorrow. I hope. <laughs> Are you? Oh, that's yeah. so good, Katie. Um, and just get and them to wash their hands and listen. What, huh? Get them to wash their hands with Purell. <laughs> I know. That's why I said I think I am. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But um, but see, yeah. I love that. I totally and love is, that. Is, and Voskamp, she she kind of ended that chapter and she said. Um, Look at Jesus, that, that famous kenosis passage in the book of Philippians, where literally Jesus Christ was deity, but he came to earth and he emptied himself. He emptied himself of his rights of deity. Why? Because he loved us. He wanted to give. He wanted, and he wanted to do God's will. And yeah. he could do or endure anything for the joy set before him of really living the real abundant life. Yeah, is is uh, 
is doing God's will, which is pouring out. Yeah. Loving God, loving others and doing what God calls you to do. And I thought, okay, Katie, last summer, a lot of receiving, a lot of pouring in good gifts from the father and absolutely trips to celebrate this summer. I don't need to have this pity party that my bucket list looks so dull <laughs> because what if there's some, some beautiful giving, some beautiful pouring out maybe I can do with writing, with maybe just going to a block party, with, um, with getting, um, getting to respond to a lot of people that are like messaging me or um, texting me or just, yeah. you know, writing thank you notes to people that have just given me gifts, people I don't even hardly know. And yet I'm kind of starting a relationship with because of this cancer. What if that can't be bucket list stuff? Because maybe it's eternal and maybe it's me getting to pour out because so many people are pouring into me. And and the last thing, and then I'm done with the end boss camp. She goes back to the conversation with the rabbi on the airplane. And she said the, the rabbi took this full bottle of water that she had. And he said, look at this bottle. You can't put anything more in this bottle unless you open it and pour it out. And he said, that's like our lives. We, we have this insatiable desire for more, 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 more meaning, more experiences, more stuff, more. But the reality is, unless we pour out, we're not, we're not given more. Yeah. And I think oftentimes, and especially with listeners on our podcast, and I know with you, me and Gwen, we want more of Jesus. We want more of God. We want more intimacy, more realness, more, more power to do what he's calling us to do. But, and I, and I speak only for myself, I can get so self-obsessed and so self-absorbed with my problems and this and that, that I'm not willing to pour out. So how do I have any room to be poured back into? Do you know what I'm saying? Totally. Okay. This summer is different, but I'm going to rejoice in my little bucket list of surviving <laughs> writing and just being, um, being poured into and then pouring out in any. Yeah, I love know. that. I do love so. that. And, you know, we believe that stories change lives. And so I would love to see that if maybe we can reverse a bucket list for the new school year and the new season and have, have, moms and grandmoms uh, creating bucket lists of how they and their people can pour out and create stories of pouring out into others, which would be great. And that story would change a life. Stories, not of one upping each other with how fabulous our vacations are, but stories of helping one another. Exactly. Uh, And and obviously that's a beautiful little quote from Anne. Um, I love that. Yeah, that's so good. And yeah. what joy. Um, one practical thing that makes me, that reminds me, last Christmas, I thought, you know, all my adult kids, they don't need one more present. They have everything they need, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, but what could I give them that would bring some joy? So um, was it Compassion International? One of those, one of those, or World Vision, I don't know, one of those big magazines they're like, hey, you can buy these coupons and then give them as Christmas presents. So like a coupon, like I bought eight chickens yeah. in your name to feed, you know, 50 widows in Africa or whatever. I bought two goats 
uh, in your, on your behalf so that this village can have milk. I bought, I um, love you know, so I picked a gift that had something to do with each kid's life. Like Jill had just had a baby. So I, I bought all these nursings or, you know, supplies for new mothers and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. Anyway. And then I just wrapped up the picture of the coupon, like goats, pigs, nursing. I love that. That's so good. Oh my goodness. The kids open, they're not kids. They're adults now, but they open those. And of course they had to have jokes like, wait, what? You gave me goats, but I don't even get the goats and all these jokes and blah, blah, blah. But you know, a couple of days later, we always reminisce. And what was your favorite part of Christmas and blah, blah, blah. What was your favorite gift? And hands down, a couple of them said, my absolute favorite gift this year was the goats. I <laughs> the love that. The corn. And I thought, okay, that kind of applies. You know, a, a giving instead of a receiving. Yeah. In, a, in a, just a small practical way. So I like your challenge to us, Susan. Could we think of some ways? Yeah. Maybe in this next season where our bucket list would be pouring out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. I totally love it. This is good, Katie. This makes me think and I love it. That's really good. <laughs> um, okay. Just a few things uh, for housekeeping before we go, because we've only got a few minutes before Zoom kicks us off. Um, is if you guys um, want to stay up to date on all things She Speaks Stories, go over and like us on Facebook or on Instagram. And uh, we've got fun. Maddie Kate, our new social media manager, is keeping us up to date there um, with all things She Speaks Stories. And then also, if you are in the Northern Virginia, D.C., Maryland area on September 21st, uh, Katie and I are going to be at a speaker showcase. We are actually emceeing it. And it's going to be a morning of stories that we're partnering with North Star Network up here. With It's a, a um, group of over 500 churches. And um, you're invited to attend if you are in this Northern Virginia area. Katie and I are emceeing that. And we have got... Um, the link will be on our Facebook page or in Instagram. So come over and click on that. And yeah, I can't think of anything else. There was something. The only other thing, if you ordered an Ashet Shail bracelet and you have not received it. We've got four people. We're trying to find your addresses. Four. Contact us. We do not want to seem like we took your money and are not sending you your beautiful bracelet. So please contact us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We would love that. Um, okay. I think that's all, Katie. Can you think? Oh, and also the last thing is, you guys, we hit a major milestone um, about a week ago of 40,000 downloads, which for a little little podcast mom and mom pocketed around the kitchen table, that's a big deal. <laughs> so, um, yay. And we would just love if you guys would just keep sharing these podcasts because we do believe that stories change lives. We have an incredible story for you next Friday. Um, one of our sweet new friends that we absolutely adore is going to be with us. And so you're not going to want to miss that. So hit that share button, um, on social media, or um, if you're on your podcast platform, there's a way to text the episodes to friends. So if any of these episodes are speaking to your soul, or you think they would speak to the soul of somebody else, because if God can work in their life, God can work in your life. So Text them, share them, uh, because we do believe um, that these stories matter because stories change lives because God changes lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, we love you, and we will see you guys next Friday. We love you all so much, and we're so grateful for you. Bye.
Bye.